0: Previously on Just Cow in the City. They overturned Roe versus Wade. I blame myself. I'm sitting there in traffic. I'm like, come on. And the cop's like, what are you late for work? I'm like, no, I'm late for a party. I don't want to be a didactic. Yes, because it was Meatball Monday. I only have to pay for the meal when I don't have a job. Am I a dick? You're damn right I am. I swear it's not my fault. Hey, I thought I had all you punks lined up. Who prints out tickets anymore? Ha-cha! Just got in the city Everybody's here looking good and pretty Been down, isn't it a pity Trying to make things looking bright and chippy All around people seem crazy Walking around trying not to be lazy But night, it's a different place Making it work in your own space Come on, come on and dance all night I'm here each week, it'll be alright Cause it's just out in the city Cause it's just out in the city Cause it's just got the city! Well, hello everybody and welcome to the 1st of July episode of Just Cow in the City 2022. Nice to have everybody together today for a lovely summertime podcast here at the Just Cow Podcast Network, or as we call it, the JPN. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Throat still bothering me, and when I say throat, not really my throat, I mean, nothing's bothering me, I just, I'm pretty sure I suffer from... Acid reflux, which can be um, figured out. I, I don't, I, this form of allergies and probably poor dieting, and everything will work itself out, I'm sure. Uh, I'll either be dead or, uh, you know, everything will be fixed, like the whole thing never happened. But for now, still having some uh, trouble, but I'm sure I can get through a uh, one hour plus podcast coming your way. On Friday, July first, but technically Tuesday, July fifth. But now, as you know, I have to record on Fridays because I work on Saturdays. This is the first time after I tape this that that's going to happen. Uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, this is the new norm. Evening, everybody. Hey, oh! oh! Norm. Um, that's that sudsy amber stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, have been are good things about it. <laughs> this is the... I mean, this is the new Norm Peterson for Dave Juskow, using a cheers reference as we open today's show, the 5th of July 2022. Well, uh, yes, exactly. I am starting my schedule, although my schedule gets all fakta again, since, as I think I told you last week, yes... I am going to Ireland. I'm going to Dublin, Ireland, where I'm going to go and find that girl Lois' roots, and I'm going to smack him around. I'm going to find her parents and be like, Your daughter threw scones at me in the parking lot at the Jersey Shore, and nobody's quite kind to it, so you better give her a call and tell her to shut the fuck up. That is my complete plan that I'm going to do. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm, I'm going to get her parents' address. I'm going to go over there and going to teach them a lesson in respect about how we do things here in this country, in America, and down at the Jersey Shore. She can't mess with me. I'm a Jersey boy. How dare she throw scones at me in a parking lot in Asbury Park, New Jersey? This is my turf. Go back to Ireland where you belong, you damn potato farmer, you... Yeah. But yes, I'm going to Dublin next week. I guess next, let's see. Well, I'll be able to tape the podcast. Jeez. Right, well, yeah, no, I'll be able to tape the podcast. I mean, there there shouldn't be any interruption in podcasting. How about that? Now, that's something else, right? Many times when I've gone away, I'm like, listen, there's not going to be a podcast next week. But no, there should. I'm planning on no interruption. We'll be taping next week and then the next podcast after that will be my trip to Ireland, no matter how short or prompt or whatever it is. It'll still be coming at you on Tuesdays all through July. The only break we are always take and will be taking will be the last Tuesday in August, I believe, or whether that's a September, I don't know. You know, we always take a break no matter what I'm doing on Labor Day because you got to reset and retool no matter what you're doing. Take a break from Billy Joel, too. You got to take a break. Then, and uh, I guess between Christmas and New Year's sometimes. Whatever, anyway, the case is. uh, uh, You guys are all right. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) I am so worried and so nervous about tomorrow, you know, being Saturday. and, 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 you know, even though I'm working from home, I'm just a little nervous about it for some reason, I guess. I don't know. I've never done it before. I'm sure it'll be fine. This week of work was pleasant enough although I was terrified on Monday to go in or was it Tuesday to go in and tell everybody hey I know I just started here but I need time off but I gotta tell you I gotta tell you this new job they are very nice people it's it's I was telling my mother and my sister yesterday as I was at Rhoda's yesterday being Thursday I was telling them I'm like you know you know I gotta say these people are very very nice I was telling Rachel too I'll tell you all that in a second but These people are very nice. I've never been at a place like this. Everybody's kind to each other. They're polite. I mean, I know it. And maybe the reason is because it's all females in my department. For real. I mean, I can't. I've never seen anything like this in my life. They're all females in my department. And, you know, we're on this. What people use nowadays since COVID is this thing called Microsoft Teams. And it's like a chat-based you know, Zoom thing, but I guess for more of your office than anything else. It's a shitty system. I don't know why they just don't use Zoom, but whatever the case may be, Microsoft was smart and they built something that everybody could use during COVID. We all know Microsoft is a very smart organization. So so every morning, you know, you get messages from your boss and your coworkers going, oh, good morning. How was your day? How was your weekend? How's your dog doing? How's your cat doing? It's... Quite phenomenal, and nobody's being. What would you call it? Like phony. It's uh, my boss. My mother's. My boss's mother calls her every day, and she's like, "Good morning, sunshine." I, I I've never worked at a place like this. the The woman in charge of uh, all the underlings that aren't attorneys uh, comes in every morning and says, "Hello, neighbors." And then she comes in. We have a fifteen minute chat. I mean, it really is. I mean, if you got to work at a place like this, which isn't some, certainly some place I wanted to work, but you know, what are you going to do? Then I got to say, I mean, this this is a, a hell of a place to be. I mean, besides what you know, between the lunch and the you know the the food, you know, the free food and everything that you know, if you had to work at a job you don't like, this is the place to be. I, I just can't, I just can't believe how sweet everybody is it's it's you know my last job wasn't like that in the least and uh, you know since i've been talking to uh some old people at the firm they're like this, the old place there where i was they were like you, you know this place isn't normal so maybe i i mean i don't think other places are as kind as as this place is but i i, I guess it's more normal i i don't know i don't know what to tell you but again you know, if you have to work at a place uh, besides the the people I'm working with, at least, are are very sweet. And like I said, they were, yeah, no, enjoy yourself. Have a good time. I'm like, well, I could work other days, you know, to make up for it. And they're like, no, that's your weekend. Take off. Don't worry about it. We'll see you on Saturday. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. So then they asked me if uh, they're like, oh, would you want to work overtime in this day? But it's not a punishment. Like, it wasn't my last job. I'm working like, over. I'm like, no, let me work overtime to cover for somebody else so i can help because i, I want to help i feel horrible taking off i'm you know i have a very good work ethic when i'm actually working i feel horrible for taking off right away just getting a new job you know i feel horrible i feel that's like a dick move i'd be furious if somebody did that but like, what she just got here how could she take off you know i'm not getting paid. So that's that's an issue again. You know, I thought I was finally getting money, but I'm not getting paid. So whatever. What are you going to do? Right. I mean, but I'm going to Ireland I'm going to Ireland. It's uh, let's see. This comes out on Tuesday. So Sunday I leave for Ireland for Dublin and I guess I'll be back on Thursday. It's a short trip, but I don't know. Hopefully it'll be cool. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, how can it not be cool, right? It's going to be awesome. I just got to relax. But you know me. I'm already uptight that I said yes. I'm already uptight that I'm flying. I'm not worried about cancellations because I haven't seen any of those cancellations talk about international flying. You know, it seems like they're all domestic, so I don't think that's going to be an issue. It's not the 4th of July weekend because that's all I see on the news is all the cancellations everybody I talked to, you know. So I don't think that's going to be an issue or anything. You know, I just get nervous about flying anyway. It's like, what is it, like a six-hour flight? So it's like going to California, I guess. It's not that big deal, but coming back, it's like longer. But then you gain time. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, I'm uptight. I don't travel. I don't go anywhere for three years. I've just been staying in my apartment. I haven't gotten... Well, I went to Orlando that one time, but I don't know. We'll see, I guess. I mean, you know, hey, listen. The reason I'm going, this should be a tax write-off because... I'm reporting back to you. This is why I said yes. I mean, this is just going to the city, right? So, yeah, I tell New York stories, but you got to tell stories about other cities. So, I mean, how can I not not go? I'm like, I need podcast content. I have to go to Dublin and report back to the kind people that listen to my show every week and and, and my very, very strange life and report back about the, the dealings of the people that have bought you beer over the years the wonderful and tasty little Guinness cans that you could get and the real Guinness you know i think i might have a actual Guinness i've heard it's different over there instead of getting my usual black and tan you know have the real stuff right it would be rude i guess to not try the actual Guinness where it's made and different it's like you know I remember I, I don't know whether i told you or you know about this when you're in London, people say, can you bring back Cadbury chocolate bars? Which I always do because those they're amazing over there. The chocolate is amazing over there. When you get them here, it clearly says on the back, they're made in Pennsylvania. You cannot get British chocolate here. You can't even get it online. I mean, I, I don't know where the international trade of cocoa is a problem, but I cannot purchase true British Cadbury chocolate, uh, even online, you have to go there and go to a bodega and bring it back. I mean, it's insane. Uh, so, th- so what I'm saying is, maybe the Guinness is like that. Like here, it's just different here, and it is there, and you can bring stuff back. Like that's that's what I've heard. So I'm sure it's very much like this chocolate for some reason, which they just can't manufacture here. We think we're so great in this country, although not anymore. We can't manufacture good chocolate. I mean, what the fuck? (laughs) And, of course, maybe I'll stop at the duty free shop. (laughs) I'm not even going to be able to go in there without laughing. Uh, Yes, I'm here for the duty (laughs) free shop. (laughs) Why would they call it that? Come on, man. Get with the program. Duty. (laughs) Duty. duty oh I love and hate that word at the same time of course if you know my make me laugh story but that's for another time well let's get into uh, this week obviously uh, join us for the Tuesday show tonight which will be um, you know this one and then I guess Alon or somebody else will be hosting uh, the week after that I don't know for sure I don't know if Alon's available but hopefully he'll host and then I'll be back to again regale everybody with stories and photos and I'm telling you now I mean, I'll show a couple of photos, I guess, on the uh, Tuesday show. But mostly, you know, now's your chance to join the Maggie Level subscription of Patreon if you want to see some of the Ireland photos. And there'll definitely be some because I'm going with Jeff Ross. I mean, that guy loves taking photos. So hopefully it'll be cool. But that's the story with that. Um, I'll just tell you this week. I mean, it's like I I didn't really do that much this week because, I I don't know, I was just acclimating to this new schedule, you know? So, like, I'm, I'm still not... You know, this, like I finally, this is my weekend, Thursday and Friday now. It's so weird. I can't handle it. It's so strange. But, um, you know, once I get acclimated, it'll be normal again, right? So it's so weird. So Sunday, it was my last Sunday off. And I think I told you yesterday, I knew, or last week, I told you I was going to help Sarah Silverman with her lines in this new Bradley Cooper movie that she was working on. And I said, listen, uh, you got to be kidding me. That's during the Gay Pride Parade. I do not want to go down where you live. She was staying where she's been staying. She's now left for the past three months where you know we've been peas and carrots again, which has been fantastic. She's been staying right on 18th Street and 5th Avenue. And that is exactly where the gay pride parade goes down. And I'm like, listen, this is a really good friend thing I'm doing because normally I do not leave the house on Pride Day, Puerto Rican Day, whatever the fucking loser parades are. I don't want to be any part of it. And you know why? And if you think that sounds bad, I mean, you guys all know how I feel about parades in the city, so I don't care. You know you know, it's not, it's not a prejudiced thing, but it certainly comes off that way. I hate gays. I hate Puerto Ricans. I hate fucking everybody. I hate the Irish on St. Patrick's Day. So it all comes down to the parades. Obviously, I couldn't... Actually, I love those groups. I mean, I love gays. I like Puerto Ricans. I like uh, I like the Spanish people. What What's the only ethnicity I don't like? What is it? Is it Polish? Um, I can't remember. Oh, Russians. Right. We all hate Russians now. They better not have a Russian day parade. I'll tell you this. I don't care for Palestinians either. So that's an actual prejudice thing, right? Then we're getting real prejudice. But for this, I mean, I, who the fuck gives a shit if, uh, you know, gay wants to be gay? I don't care. I never cared. And I don't have to explain it to you. What I'm explaining is, you know, I hate the parades. And let me tell you. It was as bad as fucking advertised. This parade can suck it. <laughs> as hilarious as that sounds, because that is what the parade apparently is based on. Why you have to parade around uh, saying how great it is that I can uh, fuck my same sex? I I I don't. I'll never understand why it's an issue. Why you need to let people know whether you're gay or straight. Now, I I know it's been a problem because there's been gay rights and stuff like that, but why do I need to know anybody's sexual preference? What the fuck do I give a shit what anybody does in their privacy? So the the whole thing just, you know, you you question everything when a piece of shit parade comes down your way. And I know this sounds awful, and I could not care fucking less. This parade is such a bag of shit. I, come, I take the bike, right? I'm like, it's right on Fifth Avenue. It's right going down Fifth Avenue. I'm on the east side. I take the bike down Second Avenue. This is what I've decided to do. I make a left. What do I make? It? Wait, where i am going down Second? I make a right. I get my bearings straight. On. I think I chose the bike rack was on 19th Street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 19th is a good block to go down. I like it. And I say, I'll park my bike on Irving Plaza, Which is a little further away than I would normally do it if it was a regular Sunday. I'm not going to take any chances. So I park my bike and then I'll walk a block or two, whatever, right? Now I can't remember if Sarah lived between 5th and 6th or before 5th. I just couldn't remember. So I get to Broadway. I know you don't know how the city works, but I'm just, it just let down there. What does it go? It goes, uh, so it's 3rd Avenue, then Irving Place. No, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it goes 3rd Avenue, Irving Place, Park Avenue, Broadway, and 5th, I think. I can't remember. It, you know, Broadway goes so diagonally, you never know where it comes. So I walk towards Broadway, and I, you can hear the parade. You can hear people going. I want to go to a store, but it's crowded with people there. You know, it's, it, I just want to get a bottle of water, and I can't even do that. Again, you know, you're just like, none of these people live here. This is really annoying. Am I a crotchety old man? Absolutely. But listen, you'd be the same way. It's like living in a beach town. It's like living in Long Branch for my friends, Dave, Elliot, and Victoria, and Lou, or living in the Hamptons. You live there all year round. You live there in the worst parts of the year. The winter, where it's cold and windy and awful, and then all of a sudden when the weather gets nice, all these horrible people come down and just take up your town and crowd all your places you've been going to get a restaurant reservation or go to a 7-Eleven, and all of a sudden it's like long lines. I mean, how would that not drive you insane? So that's what this is. It's like living in a beach town and all of a sudden it's summertime and everybody's gone insane. So, I'm going to, so I go to Broadway and I know I can't, and I wasn't sure where she lived. Now it turns out, thank God, that she lives right before Fifth Avenue, so there was no issue. So Sarah's texting me. She goes, I'm not there yet. Apparently she had, you know, the thing with her play, The Bedwetter, is that it got extended so many times that a lot of the cast had to leave for the last week because they didn't know it was going to get extended to the other commitments like B.B. Newworth and the wonderful woman who plays her mother who I only saw once. I had to see this one that didn't hold hold a candle to this woman. Or what's her name? Casey something or other. Oh, boy, what a difference. My sister saw it with her on Wednesday, and she's like, what a difference. What a difference. This woman is a pro. Now, I've told you before this, you know, this. Uh, it's like, you know, really, the, like Sarah's like, we're going to add another song for the mother. I'm like, well, if you do it and that woman's in the play, then yeah, because normally I would say, please. It's like that, that I told you about the Billy Crystal show. I'm like, please, you're giving the wife two songs. She doesn't sing. But this woman is so terrific, she's got to leave. So Sarah's working with the replacement that's going to be with her a week. So she, she comes down. So, so she, all right, let me, all right, I'm going I'm to tell you what the cop said to me first, and then I'll just tell you what happened to Sarah because this is so fucked up. So I know I can't cross at the parade. Now, it's already burning me up that you can't cross the street, okay? That's what's fucked up. That's, this is why this parade is bad. I know if you don't live here, if you've never been to a parade in the Manhattan where you can't cross the street, it, it's really annoying. You know, anytime anything's blocked off. I'm sure you feel that way in your cars when something's blocked off. What an inconvenience. But I understand that. So I say to the cops, because I'm not sure if I got to cross Fifth Avenue or not. Like I said, it turned out I didn't have to. And I say to the cops, cops are sitting there. I'm like, oh, can I ask you a question? Uh, I'm not sure if I have to cross Fifth Avenue or not, but if I do, where is the next crossing? I ask politely, where's the next crossing? I don't care. You're going to tell me, you know, it's a block away, it's four blocks away, whatever it is. All right, what are you going to do? I understand how it works. So remember, I'm on 18th Street. I am expecting him to say that 14th Street, which is a a main thoroughfare in Manhattan, you know, 14th, 23rd, 34th are all two-way streets. Everything else is a one-way if you don't know. And he goes, I don't know. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I don't know. How could you not know? You don't know where the next cross street is? No, I don't know the fuck are you talking about he goes well it could be five blocks could be ten blocks i'm like how do you not how are you not apprised of you're sitting here on 18th and broadway nobody told you your commander never said if people ask you the cross street is 14th and 23rd how could you not know this how is it not written on a piece of fucking paper how do you not go to your phone let me check what it is how are people not asking you all day I mean, you got to be fucking kidding me. Do you know what he tells me to do? He goes, well, the best thing you could do is take the subway. I'm like, you want me to take the subway to cross one block? I have to spend $2.75 to go to my friend's house right across the street? Are you fucking kidding me? He wanted me to take the L train from Union Square to 6th Avenue. That means I'm basically only using the train to cross Fifth Avenue. You think I fucking hate parades then? Now I hate them more than ever. They're making you take the subway to cross a fucking stupid bunch of jerk-offs prancing down a street? Of course you're going to get more angry. You're going to get angry at the people involved, and I feel that way. I'm like, there's a bunch of Puerto Ricans. I can't cross the street. It doesn't matter what it is. This is how everything's... You're mad at the people involved. It's like when you're driving in a car. You pick on their... If they're, if they're Asian, you're like, ah, you goddamn Chinese don't know how to drive. you know? It's like, that's when you get the most racist. You know, whoever is in the car, oh, it's a black guy. It's, it, you know how it is. When you're driving, you get cut off. That's when you get the most prejudice. You take it out on whoever it is. Somehow, I guess, makes you feel better. It's it's a thing. So now I'm furious. You know, now I'm like, I hate gays. I mean, it's that bad, right? Isn't that horrible? (laughs) That's how maddening. I got to take the subway? Yeah, it sounds awful. But who's not going to be, who's not going to feel that way? So Sarah texts me and she goes, you're not going to believe this. I have to take the subway to get home. The cops are saying I have to take the subway. She she had to take the subway. It turned out I didn't have to take the subway, but they made Sarah Silverman take the subway <laughs> to get home to her apartment. They made Sarah Silverman, who really should never be on a subway. What, what are you gonna? I mean, seriously. I mean, she, Sarah doesn't mind taking the subway. She takes subway all the time. She knows how important it is. She's pretty much in a disguise with her stupid hat that she that stupid old hat she wears with the beer nut sign. And the glasses, but you know what? Are you gonna you gonna make Bradley Cooper take a subway? You gonna make I don't know Jennifer Aniston take a sub? I mean, I, what are you fucking kidding me? Does the mayor take a subway? Well, maybe just to show he's a regular guy. She's like, you could you believe these fucking people? <laughs> it's like none of us have any problems with gay people, but because they're causing this situation and of course there is no issue it's a thing i'm not it's, it's, i'm not going to take it out on anybody it's just that particular day it's the parade itself it doesn't matter whoever it is that day is going to get my wrath if it's the fucking israeli day parade and i'm having trouble crossing from which has happened before on 72nd street in central park and i gotta wait 15 minutes before there's a time where the police will let you cross. I'm like goddamn fucking Jews, I swear to god. <laughs> you can't help yourself. You can't help yourself. I'm just being honest about it. Obviously, it's just it's a fleeting thing. You get over it in 2 seconds once you cross, but oh my god, in the moment, you're telling me I can't go to lunch. This would happen to me at my job. I can't go to lunch because the Columbus Day parade is going across. Goddamn Italians, these motherfuckers. And now the thing I do every day on a daily basis, go across the street to a deli to get a sandwich, I can't do because these Italians have to march during a weekday on a Monday when for some reason I'm at the office because nobody respects any of the Italian people. That's what it comes down to. Oh my God, you can see how goddamn angry I was about that. Can you imagine, seriously, taking the subway? You gotta be fucking kidding me. So then I, we finally get to her apartment And it is so loud. It is unbelievable. I tried to take, I took my phone, I tried to record how loud it was, but I don't know whether it picked up. We couldn't go over her lines because it was so loud. We had to wait until like five o'clock or six o'clock until it dispersed to finally like concentrate. It's, it's awful. And like I said, I know Sarah doesn't live here or whatever, but when you live here and you just want a relaxing Sunday and there's all this and you just can't do what you want. You work every day. You don't have, you know, Manhattan is made for rich people, I guess. And the reason why they have these parades on Sundays is because they're, you know, the, the people that are supposed to live here have places in the Hamptons. So the, the people that, you know, are rich don't have to worry about this kind of stuff, but there's a bunch of us regular Joes who live in Manhattan that have to uh, deal with this every summer, and it's just awful. Now, I think it all ends. I don't think they have massive parades in July and August. I I think it's over. When it's truly summer months, they just stop, I think. But then they have these open roads that they do where then they just close off the road so you can cycle through them, which are sometimes kind of cool, but again, if you're trying to drive through, it's like, come on, man, what the fuck? and then you're driving and you're just trying to go across town they're like yeah the next section you can cross over 72nd street when you're in the 50s oh it just doesn't stop let alone the street fairs go all year so then sometimes you can't cross, but usually with the street fairs you can cross they have it and the intersections where you can cross so that's usually not an issue but oh man does that get me upset it, I mean, can you blame me? Can you blame me? Seriously, if you were in the same situation, I'm sure you'd feel similar. You're just trying to get to your destination. You're a regular Joe. They're making Sarah Silverman take the subway. I don't know why. that. It's just like I feel like, I mean, that's just insane. It's dangerous for somebody like her to be on the subway, don't you think? Maybe not her, but I mean, she's cool, but I don't know. It's dangerous for a a celebrity to be on the subway if they don't want to be and if they're not ready for it. Sarah is ready for it. She takes it all the time. What if you're not ready? What if you're not like subway acclimated? You know there's a lot of nonsense that's been going on on the subway. I, I just can't believe they make you take the subway to cross the street. It's so bad. So uncool. Why can't they parade in the park? That seems like a lovely time. There's a big central park. Parade in the park. That's a great thing to do. There's plenty of streets on the park. Everybody aligns them just like for the marathon. Seems pretty good to me. Not going to bother anybody. Am I crazy? Maybe. Obviously, I had to let off some steam. And what a racist rant that was. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, did I go too far? Oh, I, I, I can't help myself. But I did it. Because I'm just being honest with everybody. That's the way it is. Oh, anyway.
1: (laughs) Uh, Has anybody read that Nazis are going to march in New Jersey? You know? I read this in the newspaper. We should go down there, get some guys together, you know, get some bricks and baseball bats and really explain things to them.
0: There is this devastating satirical piece on that
1: on the op-ed page of the Times. It is devastating. Well, uh, the satirical piece in the Times is one thing, but bricks and baseball bats really gets right to the point. Oh, but really biting satire is always better than physical force. Think no, you no, physical force is always better with Nazis. Because oh, really it's hard really to satirize really a guy with the
0: shiny really boots. Really. On. So on Monday I went to work, right? And then I did the walk home which is awesome 5.1 miles and then uh on tuesday because you know i got the show at six o'clock i tried the revel scooter coming for work i was a little nervous i'm like you know what i'm gonna give it a try it's a gorgeous day it's gorgeous out you know probably like 75 degrees perfect no humidity it was perfect so I said, I'm going to try the scooter because the scooter takes me right to my doorstep. I just got to go a ways. I got to pick up a scooter at the Holocaust Museum. That's where they keep the scooters, the Holocaust Museum. My mother was very happy, like, oh, I, I understand you're on the scooter again. Good. I support your heritage. You got to walk over to the Holocaust Museum. That's where all the Rebel scooters are. <laughs> so that's like five minutes from the office. It's not a big deal. I hopped on the scooter. And I was like, well, how am I going to get home from it?" I went right up the West Side Highway. I couldn't tell you, it was beautiful. It wasn't that crowded. Like down there, it's not that crowded during the day. It's a little dangerous, I guess. You know, it's kind of a thoroughfare, but yeah, you just go right up. I went, It. I mean, it just, it was beautiful. It was really terrific. On a beautiful day, riding the scooter through Manhattan on the West Side Highway where there's no, you know, there's lights, but it's like it's kind of wide open, it's not as dangerous as going through the streets of Manhattan. I went all the way up to 23rd, and then I went up 10th Avenue, and then I decided I would make a right. because I was trying to figure out where, where's the best place to cross over. I don't want to hit Lincoln Tunnel traffic, all that kind of stuff, because you hit a little Holland Tunnel traffic going up. I decided to make a right on 26th Street. I don't know why. I felt very comfortable on 26th Street that take me to right, directly right to First Avenue. The only problem I had was right where I used to own that bar on Third Avenue and 26th Street because of the sheds that they're putting out there because then you, the bike, you can't get through if the cars are piling up. It's, it's horrible, those stupid restaurant sheds. So that's the, that's the only place I got caught up for a second. A second. Went right up First Avenue. It was unbelievable. I, I made it home in 20 minutes. 20 minutes. That's the way I used to walk, walk to my old job. 20 minutes. The bike ride took 20 minutes. Everywhere in L.A. takes 20 minutes.
1: Hello? Do you know what time it is? Oh, watch doesn't really go with this outfit, Daddy. Where are you? I'm just having a snack with my girlfriends. Where? In Kuwait? Is that in the Valley? Cher, I expect you to walk in the store in 20 minutes. Well, um, it might take longer than that, Dad.
0: Everywhere in L.A. takes 20 minutes. I mean, it was beautiful. What was I, was I home? I left work, what, at 4 o'clock. I caught the bike around, what, 4, well, let's just say 4, by the time I leave, was, I was trying to figure it out, it was 4.15? Yeah, so I was home by like 4.25, no, 4.35, and then the show starts at 6, I had plenty of time to prepare, get everything together. It's going to work. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. I was very, very happy with that, that that worked because I'd been, you know, I wanted to try it, but I've been not wanting to try it going to work yet. It wasn't ready, but now I think it could work. So that was fun, super fun. And then on uh, Wednesday, I had to, unfortunately, you know, where I like to walk, I uh, ended up taking the subway. Because I had to go to the dentist. They let me leave early. I didn't get to have lunch in the cafeteria, and it was chicken fried steak. It was delicious. I mean, I had to bring it back to my desk. Are you kidding me? I didn't get my full lunch time. Come on. But I had to go to the dentist to see my hygienist, who I love, as you know. Yeah, but I, I was upset that I didn't get to walk. But I'm glad I went to the dentist because there's something wrong with my jaw because I keep clenching because I'm stressed, I guess. That's what he says. There's definitely something wrong. I can feel it. Like there's something wrong. He says he says that my two front teeth are like, like I'm getting a space in my teeth because something is wrong, but I don't know what it is and it's weird and I don't know whether I'm doing something at night. I'm clenching my jaw or grinding my teeth. I think I told you the other day when I had come home from that first time I walked five miles and then fell asleep, my teeth were chattering. What did he say that was? It wasn't stress. It was something, I don't, it was like a spasm. He said I was having a spasm. And it's probably from walking. You know, no, who, who walks, who just one day wakes up and walks five miles after three years of doing nothing? You know, and I think it, I think it caused a problem. But it's funny, when I got home on Monday after the five-mile walk, I actually got a lot of work done. I didn't fall asleep. I was like, now I'm, I'm getting more used to it. So that's good. Yeah, so after the dentist, I just went and I got some soup because I'm like, I'm not used to, I usually go to the dentist at 11 o'clock, so I have soup for lunch and then I'm back again. But yeah, I don't like to eat anything. I don't know if you feel the same way. Your teeth are so clean. Everything's so nice. You get a little soup. It was beautiful. It was so delicious. That Hale and hearty soups Toma- Cream of tomato with, ch- what is it, with chicken or an orso or just orso? I can't re- something like that. It's great. And I ate that, and that was really cool. And then I, then I think, yeah, then, wait, oh, yeah, then, right, because it was only, my appointment was at 4, so I was home by, like, 6 o'clock, 6.30, and then I took a nap until 9 o'clock at night because there's no way I'd be able to get work done without taking a nap. I'm just too sleepy from waking up at 5, because on Tuesday I went to vote. That's what it was. So I had to set the alarm for 5.30, leave the house at 6.30 so I could vote in the morning, folks. This is not normal. Yeah, that's what I'm usually coming home. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. After a big parade day, coming home, celebrating. I wanted to vote early. I, I, I've always heard the polls open at 6 a.m., but I've never seen it live. So I went down there. I had my card with me that they send you in the mail. So nothing could be easier, right? I go to the poll. I see a guy downstairs. I'm like, where do I go? He goes, oh, you go right there, you look for 30. I go up five floors. I say, hey, my, where's my number? It goes th- district whatever it is, 32, 31, 29. Of course, 30's missing. I'm like, what the hell? Am I not voting again? Because sometimes that happens, being registered as a Republican. And they're like, oh, you're in the wrong place. I'm like, how can I be in the wrong place? The guy downstairs saw I got the card. It's not like I just you know, said something. I'm like, here's the card. And he, oh, he goes, oh, he's new. And I'm like, but, well, He stinks. So I got to go back down, and I'm like, hey, you gave me the wrong floor. You said this will make it easier when I handed you the card. Now, I know I didn't want to yell, yell at him. I mean, he's doing a service. They don't get they get paid, but not very much. You know, you don't want to yell at the people that work at the polls. But, you know, I mean, you set me up five flights out of my way. You know, concentrate. Figure it, you know, figure out, oh, if somebody has 30, they they're across – He he should say, you might be in a different area. For some reason, and I don't know whether it's being registered as a Republican or whatever, they sent me to this other place, which is downstairs in a huge basement, like two levels down to vote, which was so much not as appealing. And then when I asked the guy, why am I down here? And I don't think it had anything to do with being Republican, he goes, maybe it did because he mentioned something about Trump voting. I knew Trump voted at this place. It's confusing. He mentioned something about Trump. Now, as you know, I know this was Trump's old voting place because that's why I didn't vote for him. Oh, I'm so glad I did. I knew that would pay off in the future because he cut online the day I was waiting to vote. But voting in that place had something to do with it, and maybe why are they sending people to the basement? I don't know. It can't just be Republican. I'm the only Republican in town, so I don't know. But then when the guy's like, oh... Wait, I might have the wrong sheet for you because he has to give me the red sheet, not the green sheet. And then everybody gets angry. Again, I'm so angry. I hate being a Republican now. I'm just registered as that, as you know, from the Michael J. Fox years. And I really want to change. But I also... I mean, there's got to be a couple of Liz Cheney's around, right? That that are like normal people. And I mean, this is not the... uh, What these people are doing at this point is so off base from what i was looking forward to doing is is is, i don't know what to do i'm afraid to change now because i'm like well there's got to be one of us to make a stand right to to at least have a voice of some form of reason you think i want roe versus wade overturned you think i'm thinking of that stupid amy conard barrett whatever her name is who again is really hot but what, how, how a woman is uh, letting a man in the sense, quote, of a Catholic church uh, make a decision about her body? What woman is voting for that? The hell's the matter with you? I'm going to let the Pope decide what I could do with my body. I mean, that is insane thinking. I don't mind saying that directly on this goddamn podcast. So I don't know. But whatever the case may be, it is hilarious to see the looks when, you know, they're like, oh, I need the red sheet. And then you hear a gasp, a conscious gasp. That's hilarious. Unfortunately, though, it sucks during the primaries because you can only vote for Andrew Giuliani. Oh, I ain't kidding you. Rudolph Giuliani's retarded son. There's just no other way to put it. If you remember this idiot during the campaign, he's running for governor. And there's a, there was a bunch of Republicans, so I just picked one, not him i was not gonna let that happen and you're welcome i don't think anybody wants that guy in office him and his whole fucking family now that goes for you i don't want you to contact me again oh the giulianis are such bags of shit and that really does go for him and his whole fucking family as they say in the godfather Two. I'll do business with you, but I don't want you to contact me. Now, you'll go through Turnbull. I don't like you. Come here to this clean country with your oily hair, Mr. Corleone. (laughs) It is very much like that, isn't it?
1: I was under the impression that you and I would talk alone. I trust these men with my life, Senator. If I were to ask them to leave, it would be an insult. Well, it's perfectly all right with me, but I should tell you that I am a blunt man and I intend to speak very frankly to you. Maybe more frankly than anyone in my position has ever talked to before. Carleon family has done very well here in Nevada. You own or you control two major hotels in Vegas, one in Reno. The licenses were grandfathered in, so there was no problem with the gaming commission. Now, my sources tell me that you plan to make a move against the Tropicana. They tell me that within a week, you're going to move Klingman out. That's quite an expansion. However, it will leave you with one little technical problem. The license will still be in Klingman's name. Turnbull is a good man. Yeah. Well, let's let's cut out the bullshit. I don't want to spend any more time here than I have to. You're gonna have the license. Price is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, plus a monthly payment of five percent of the gross of all four hotels, Mr. Corleone. Now the price for the license is less than $20,000. Am I right? That's right. Now, why would I ever consider paying more than that? Because I intend to squeeze you. I don't like your kind of people. I don't like to see you come out to this clean country in oily hair, dressed up in those silk suits You try to pass yourselves off as decent Americans. I'll do business with you, but the fact is that I despise your masquerade, the dishonest way you pose yourself, yourself and your whole fucking family. Senator, we're both part of the same hypocrisy. But never think it applies to my family. All right, all right. Some people have to play little games. You play yours. So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. But I want your answer in the money by noon tomorrow. And one more thing, don't you contact me again, ever. From now on, you deal with Turnbull. Open that door, sir. Senator, you can have my answer now if you like. My offer is this, nothing. Not even the fee for the gaming license, which I would appreciate
0: if you would put up personally.
1: <laughs> Good afternoon, gentlemen.
0: But then I voted and I went to work. But I was been waking up really early, right? So I need a nap if I'm going to get anything done. And I woke up at nine and I actually got like a bunch of stuff done. I got some taxes done because I filed an extension. I got, you know, one of those articles done. I got some editing done. It was good, and I needed a nap, like a three-hour nap, because I was like, well, this is going to be my life now. I'm going to need lots of naps, and I think I have acid reflux because I've been drinking more coffee than normal. Can you blame me? I'm waking up at 6 a.m., going to bed at 2 a.m., so that's not good. Of course, it's only three days a week, so that's why it's not so bad, and I don't want to complain about it, because it's actually kind of fun waking up early and getting out of the house and seeing how the city works early in the morning, which I haven't seen in years, ever, I mean 20 years maybe. I mean maybe I used to see it sometimes at my old office they'd make me work at 8 in the morning very few times and I'd see how the other half works. I remember when I was uh, in college and I made this horrible mistake one in my freshman year and uh, I woke up earlier, I was up all night and I saw everybody go into class at 7.30 in the morning for an 8 o'clock class and I'm like, boy, it's really pleasant outside right now. Look at all these people just going to an 8 o'clock class. I'm going to do that next semester. So I signed up for an 8 o'clock class. Boy, was that a mistake after the first day. What the hell was I thinking? My first semester there, I didn't have to go to class until 2 o'clock in the afternoon because I knew I hated waking up early. My first class on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays was 10 a.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I didn't have to wake up until noon. Uh, My uh, roommate was always blow-drying his hair in the morning, but that didn't bother me. He was gorgeous. And he needed to do that, and I understood. He had James Spader-like hair, so what are you going to do? But I could still, after he left, I could still sleep. And he's a lawyer now, so, you know, he's got to wake up at normal hours. But uh, this uh, waking up early, it's, uh, it seems, ah, it'll be fun. <laughs> we'll see when the weather gets bad if that's going to be as hilarious when I'm leaving when it's still dark outside. That's messed up. If that's, you know, when was the last time I had to do that? When I went to high school? be at the bus stop by 7 in the morning. I keep thinking about that. I can't figure out how we all did high school. It started at 8 a.m. How did we all go to high school that early in the morning and then have like a social life after? I I can't remember it. I can't picture it. It's all weird. Leaving at 2.30 in the afternoon seems like a lot of laughs, but who isn't tired after that? How are you expected to do homework after that? I'm exhausted. I was just up until 2 in the morning. I'm a night owl. School isn't made for that. And remember, it's the same way now. I'm the exact same way. I like staying up late, and then I always say, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. I'm going to get stuff done. It never happens. I like staying up late, which made sense for me within the stand-up comedy community. They were all night owls too. Now I don't know what the hell I am. I don't know what the hell I am. I am a jerk-off. That's what it comes down to. Any fan of Coca-Cola will tell you it tastes better from a fountain. So, anyway, this new schedule, you know, Wednesday is my Friday. Right? So weird. So that's why I'm like, well, I'll take a nap. What's the big deal if I'm up till two in the morning? Meanwhile, I I, I finished Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney. That sucked. That sucked. I talked to my sister. about. Like, I watched three episodes and I wasn't... I was like you know I could be done with this unless somebody tells me otherwise. So Sarah Jeff's manager says you didn't finish it. I'm like no. She goes oh you gotta. So she said otherwise. So I finished it and it wasn't worth it at all. There's like six episodes and it, it stinks. You know besides a couple of things in the sense of that James Earl Jones still doing the voice of Darth Vader which is good. It's a bad. It's a bad show. I mean I love Ewan McGregor, but it's not a good. Ep- it's not a good. It's not as good as the Mandalorian or the Boba Fett thing. It's just not as good. And again, you know, that horrible George Lucas in the episode three, when you're murdering all these children, you got to be a fucking idiot. And now you want to bring that back in this day and age? You you, want to bring back where you're, we're going to relive where Anakin Skywalker murders a bunch of kids. Uh, no thanks. So that's a fucking Disney show. You motherfuckers. Take your fucking episode 3 and shove it up your ass. And then episode 3, the way Darth Vader becomes Darth Vader it's so stupid. He's so angry for for no reason. He became evil for no reason, no good reason. He's like, "I'm mad at you, you and McGregor, and now you I now I'm going to be evil." It was just not a good it's not a good enough reason to become evil. The that Obi-Wan Kenobi stinks and the the the, the black lead Evil Girl is bad, and it's, it's a bad ending. Everything about it is bad. I don't recommend it in any way, shape, or form. If you want to see good, old-fashioned, you know, what, what could have been in Star Wars until George Lucas ruined it, ruined his own creation, then you want to watch The Mandalorian and the, the Boba Fett thing. And you got to sit through a couple episodes of the Boba Fett thing to until it, you know, gets great. So that really pissed me off. But I finished it. Because I was wide awake. And I'm like, well, I can stay up as late as I want. However, the cleaning lady was coming the next day. Ugh, the problems I have in my life. I can't cross the street. My cleaning lady's coming early. I mean, please. But that's no big deal, right? So she was coming. I was just making fun. But my place was a disaster. I don't know why. I don't know. I just wasn't, I I don't know. I just wasn't keeping it together. I was so happy to see her. I was so happy to see her, because last time she came, I couldn't see her, because I had to leave for work early. But... And then I was going to my mom's. My mom's like, oh, I'm playing Mahjong at 2 o'clock, so can you come early? I'm like, no. No, I'm taking my time, because I don't have to finally wake up early today. So screw you. and Play your Mahjong. I'll just come, I'll see you for an hour, and I'll leave. But then our Mahjong was canceled, so then we're allowed to hang out. So whatever. So I, I get there, I guess around 1 o'clock. I told them to eat before, me and my sister and my mom. Uh, but they wouldn't. Now, get this. Now, as you know, or maybe I didn't tell you, I don't know. My sister bought me these huge cups, um, like sippy cups, big ones. So I could, because there's a fountain soda machine at my mother's facility in the back of where we get food, lunch. And I'm always like, can you get me a fountain soda? They're like, we can't, we can't give that to guests. And I'm like, why the fuck not? Like, I don't know. The lady working the fucking counter. I hate this lady now. So the last time I was there, I bought the cup. And I'm like, look, I bought a cup. And she filled it up. She's like, don't tell anybody. I'm like, don't tell anybody. Who the fuck is using the fountain soda machine anyway? Why is it even there? I guarantee you none of the people in this facility are, like, begging for fountain soda. So who is it for that you can't fill up my cup? I mean, I'll pay for it. It's just, it's just one of those things, right? It's it's sitting there right there. What's better than fountain soda? Nothing's better than fountain soda. If you don't know about fountain soda, then you know you're missing out. And I got four pizza places right across this, right in my block. Four. Two on either side. None of them have fountain soda machines. How the fuck do you make a pizza place and not have a fountain soda machine? And I'll tell you this. My friend Steve, who who owned Fiori's, it was the first thing he ordered. A goddamn fountain soda machine. That's what goes well with pizza. Fountain soda with a little crushed ice. Oh, ho oh. It's beautiful. Root beer, orange, and Coke, Diet Coke. got to have it in the fountain soda. Oh, please, please. So you're not going to believe this. So I go to the manager at my mother's facility and I say, I know this girl, and I go, hey, you know, we, my sister and I have these cups, and we want to fill it with fountain soda, but they gave us a lot of shit last time, so I was kind of hoping you could go up and say it's okay to get the fountain soda. But then we found out that we're not even allowed to stand in the line to get lunch anymore. Like, our mother has to order it and then just bring it up. So apparently this whole time, we haven't even been able to go there. It's I guess it's all COVID rules. And I'm saying, I don't understand. We're paying for this facility. Why can't we... Why can't we order lunch? I mean, um, it's so frustrating. All we just want is the stupid fountain soda. And then that lady back there, the the manager comes over. and She's not paying attention. I say, that's the one. I'm pointing her out like Ray Liotta in Goodfellas when he's pointing out Paulie. Yeah, he's sitting right there. I'm, I'm doing the gesture in my house now. Yeah, right there. That's the lady who wouldn't give us the fountain soda. <laughs> so she's not even paying attention to the manager i'm like that's pretty rude with the manager she's still not paying attention to there's nobody there she didn't want to deal with it <laughs> can't really blame her i mean she's working at an old age facility as the lunch lady i mean <laughs> it's she's like i don't want to deal with this I'm, i get that it's like the salad guy at my new job who's very nice and he calls me nicholas cage all the time but we found out the other day he hates making salads and I could tell immediately when I bring over my salad to put the mixins in, he gets very upset. But what am I supposed to do? Oh, he hates his job working at a law firm in the cafeteria. Well, can you blame him? <laughs> yeah, that, that's worse than my job. So this lady wouldn't talk to us. So I'm like, so then we found out we couldn't even do it. I'm like, oh, fuck this place. And we, I threw the cup in her face and I said, screw you. And we're like, let's get out of here. We're never going to eat here again. And there will be a strongly worded letter to the person that runs that facility. Oh, there will be. So I'm like, let's just get out of here. So we, ha- we go back and we decide we're going to go out. We're going to go out. Screw this place. This is weird. They won't let us do anything. Good. We'll never come visit our mother again. You happy? And they're probably, yeah, we're really happy about that. Oh, fuck you. So we decide we're going to get Chinese food, which I'm upset about because only because uh, I prefer just to have a sandwich because, you know, it's Taco Bell night on Thursdays. But Whatever. We decided to actually get in the car, which is a to do, because my mother's apartment in this facility take you know, and she walks slow. That's like a twenty minute walk to the apartment to get her pocketbook, and then a twenty minute walk to the car. You know, by the time we got to the place, it was two o'clock in the afternoon already. We we were planning on eating at noon. (laughs) Everything just takes time with the elderly. Oh, I know what it was. Then we decided, oh, fuck this. We'll eat outside in the facility because they have dining out there. And uh, we'll get waitress service and we'll get them to get us our fountain soda. This is me and my sister both. It's not just crazy me. And then we went outside. And they're like, oh, we're closed. So we had just had it with this stupid place, which, as you know, I'd been eating at for the past like two months. There's been no there had been no issue until I bought up the fountain soda. But that fountain soda machine is staring at me from behind the counter. I'm like, screw you! I bought my own cups because they only have little tiny cups. I know I shouldn't be drinking soda anyway, but I can't help it. Fountain soda machine, got to take advantage. So we found a Chinese restaurant that's like right outside the facility. And me and my mom and my sister, we drive over there. It's in a little strip mall. And I mean, really, it's right next door. I couldn't believe it. And we walk in this place and uh, the place Where my mother used to live, the Chinese restaurant was gross. The food was excellent, but the place was disgusting. You know, it was just dirty and gross, which of course you expect from the Chinese. I'm just going to, yeah. Unless hey, I am very racist. (laughs) I've mentioned it multiple times. You can call me out on it all you want. But let's face it. The Japanese are clean. The Chinese are a little bit dirty. It's the way it is. That's why when I see a bee rating at a Chinese place, I'll still eat there. If I see a B rating at a Japanese place, I'm out. I mean, if you're serving raw fish, you got to have an A every time. Remember I told you that place across the street from me had a goddamn C, and of course they eventually closed, because you can't serve sushi with a C rating, or even a B. Anyway, we go to the Chinese restaurant, there's nobody there. They couldn't have been nicer this woman was great there was nobody in there it was clean it was beautiful and it turned out I couldn't even believe it they had fountain soda we, we didn't see the machine it was in the back I, we could Beth and I are looking at the menu and they also had pictures in it which was you know my favorite we're looking at the menu and it said free refills and we're like free refills I don't understand because you know most Chinese places Give you a stupid can of soda. A fucking can of soda. Fuck you. I hate that stupid can of soda. That sushi place I go to down by the comedy cellar. Give you a goddamn can of soda. Fuck you and your can of soda. When I see free refills, that's like what they do in California. The one good thing about Los Angeles, everybody gives out free refills. It's fantastic. It's usually iced tea, something like that. Free refills. My dad came back from Houston once, many years ago on a business conference, for bras and girdles? He goes, I'll tell you. Boy, we went to some restaurants. You know what they got there? Free refills. I'll never forget how excited he was when he came back from Houston talking about the free refills. I'll never forget that. I'm bringing it up now to you because it's going in my mind. But here's the best part. When I worked at Bennigan's, this uh, restaurant when I got out of college, and I was only working there because they really had the hottest girls in there. I met this girl from Houston, and I remember we were sitting in my car getting high, And she was so pretty. And, uh, oh, it was beautiful. I was able to fool around with everybody at that place. I don't know why I had game in 1986. I don't know, but it was working. I think they knew I did comedy in the city. You know, back then, can you imagine being like 22? Like, oh, he goes to the city and he does comedy. I mean, it was, you know, whether they did it. I mean, I did, but I guess it was cool. I was with this beautiful girl, and she was from Houston. She even had the accent and everything. And I go, Hey, I heard in Houston, and you tell me if this is true, you can get free refills with your drink? She's like, yeah, it's unbelievable. You can get free refills of anything. And it's funny because you're like, I just told you I had game, but that was my game, getting high and asking about the free refills in Houston. (laughs) I guess that's your game when the person you're talking to is an idiot Uh, (laughs) because that's the worst kind of, quote, game that the, so it, let me see if I get this straight you're saying in Houston like I can order uh, like a coke at a restaurant and then I can say can I have another one and they're not going to charge me that's what I'm saying it's unbelievable over there I mean I don't know what that accent was but <laughs> yeah I mean she should be saying are you really going to talk about free refills is that how you're going to work this and I'm like well I think it's important to discuss I mean we don't do that here So free refills have been on my mind for the past 40 years, as stupid and as ridiculous that sounds. And now you know where I get it from. My father and his father before him (laughs) and his father before him, I guess just being Jewish or something, love a free refill because they charge you for two iced teas here. But when you go to L.A., you get free refills and To this day, when I'm there, I'm like, we'll be talking. I'll be having a business meeting or talking to a friend, and I'm like, "Um, isn't that great? You can get free refills here, and they're like, what? Free refills. Isn't that fantastic? And they're like, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, they just came back, and they refilled the iced tea. I didn't even ask for it. Well, yeah, that's what they do. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. They don't do that anywhere else. It's like they think I'm a a moron. I mean, why wouldn't they think that? I don't understand why nobody else is talking about this. (laughs) Well, now we have the name for the podcast. The free refill conundrum or whatever. It's a fountain soda issue. The fuck is the matter with me? I don't even know. I don't deserve to live in Manhattan. I don't deserve to live in an apartment. I'm not an adult. I'm not a man. I'm just talking about free refills. I'm obviously a genuine idiot. How am I going to teach a class? I I don't want to say anything, but our teacher uh, last week just went off on these free refills you can get in like Houston and L.A. Have you ever heard of something like that? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like free refills. If he's at a restaurant, he can get like a soda, but then he can get it filled up again. I, I don't understand. Well, we didn't understand either until we went to L.A. and saw it for real. Well, I've obviously lost my mind, but the point of the story is, we're at the fucking Chinese restaurant, and my sister goes to the lady, uh, do, you, do you have fountain soda? Yeah. You you don't want can? And we're like, no, we don't want can. She's like, most people like the can. Well, those people are idiots, and this lady couldn't have been nicer. She was the best. I said, Beth, you're leaving her a $10 tip. Uh, <laughs> Beth, that's open up. Beth, you're leaving her a $10 tip. <laughs> it's, I demand you leave her a big tip. I couldn't believe that they had a fountain soda machine. And she goes, most people like cans. And I said, well, most people are genuine idiots. Why would you want a can over the fountain soda? I don't understand it. My sister didn't understand it. She likes the fountain soda too. When you go to a 7-Eleven, you get a big gulp. What is that? A beautiful fountain soda with the best selections you have. McDonald's, you get the fountain soda. You can just choose from everything. A Wow, all that stuff. People clearly like fountain soda. I couldn't believe the Chinese restaurant had it. My sister couldn't believe it either. And I'll tell you something. The weird part is, if I order a Coke with Japanese food or Chinese food, which, of course, is delicious, and they usually like to not eat soda except on the weekends, drink soda. Oh, I usually won't get a refill because it's bad for you. But because you get free refills, I had two of them. I mean, it was was beautiful. And I just drink it with no straw, even in this day and age. Beautiful ice. It was so delicious my sister got a diet coke I think my mother got a diet coke we had this beautiful fountain soda the meal was fantastic they brought out the noodle we didn't even have to ask they brought out the noodles with the duck sauce I got a little mustard oh ah, it was fantastic they had a lunch special so it was cheap I got the wrong thing but that's not anybody's fault my sister and my mother got delicious stuff next time I'll order that way And then I said, can I also get, you ready? You ready? What's coming next? You know this podcast. You know what's coming next. Can I get some extra napkins? I said, if she brings extra napkins right away and doesn't forget, this place is the greatest place ever. And she bought the extra napkins. Now, she didn't bring a lot of them, but that's all right. She bought them right away. A lot of times they forget. They don't bother. They're angry about the napkins. So between the free refills and the napkins, this is my new favorite place. I don't remember what the fuck it's called, but I love it. And we're going there all the time now and screw that facility with their stupid signature burger, which is just sitting there flat, like a lying there, like a locks, as Billy Joel says. And then she's like, do you want a refill? And I'm like, you know, I do. And I did that. And then when the meal was finished, I'm like, I don't want anymore. I'm like, I would take half. And that's the beauty about the refills. You don't have to open a whole new can. Just give me half. Just give me half. And my sister and I both had another half. Oh, my God. It was Fantastic it was great then then we were so satisfied and so calmed down after the disturbance that we're like we can't do anything in that facility because then we go back and we go to this place where we usually get coffee like you know we're not allowed to be in here either i'm like well then where are we allowed to be they're like we're just supposed to go up to her room and that and i'm like screw that then i'm never coming here again if I can't walk around and do stuff, I'm I really just not interested in showing up, which I guess that's what they want, but I am going to write a strongly worded letter. As far as they know, I'm paying for that whole thing. They don't know. Oh, God, the fountain soda story, huh? <laughs> oh, so then, then <laughs> there's more soda stories. This is the stupidest podcast ever how do you go into a rant gay people are the worst people on the planet and the Puerto Ricans are even worse and then you just go into a rant about fountain soda and soda in general that is just cow in the city folks just cow in the city it's why you listen there is no rhyme or reason for any of it there is no podcast on the planet that is as stupid and pointless as this one And this is what you want to listen to when you're driving in the car or you're walking around aimlessly because this is it. It's nonsense. It is white noise. It is the way I talk on a daily basis to people. White noise, as racist as that sounds. (laughs) I just keep chapping. This is a perfect podcast to fall asleep to. Uh, I just keep going. I just keep plugging away. Yap, yap, yap <laughs> about the stupidest. You can talk to somebody while you're listening to the podcast and be like, oh, I don't want to disturb your podcast. Oh, no, no. He'll be on this rant for another hour and a half. It's fine. So I'm driving home and it's early. I was going to go down the shore and meet my friends. And I'm like, what am I, an idiot? I'm going to go on the Thursday before July 4th. Screw it. I'll go in a couple of weeks. So I say, i oh, I got home early. I got stuff done. So Rachel calls me. She goes, do you want to come over to our new house? They bought a new house in Queens rachel and, and and feinstein and her and her husband and the baby frankie little frankie and i'm like no i don't want to fucking come please because pete's at the firehouse i'm like i am busy right now i wasn't busy doing anything and i'm like you know what this is the new go with the flow dave just got. this is the go with the flow dave Jusgow, who gets a text say you want to come to dublin for me with three days and i'm like absolutely this is the dave just got. I was like well why don't you take your car and just come over to queens and i'm like sure and i did it was two hours away with traffic. But then when I was looking at my app to see what it get back to Manhattan, it looked like it was two hours. It was an hour and 45 minutes. I'm like, eh, might as well just go there. And I knew I was going to be sitting in traffic, going through Staten Island, going through Brooklyn. I knew I was going to be sitting in traffic. I knew it. But the beauty about Waze or MapQuest or whatever you're using these days, Google Maps, the beauty is I know exactly what the story is. So sitting in traffic... Ain't a thing anymore. It's beautiful. I knew if I agreed to go to her house, I was going to be in traffic jams, but I knew exactly when I was going to get there. I said, I'll be there at six 17. She goes, good. I'll wait to pick up Frankie at daycare and we'll go together. And I said, terrific. Let's do this. She goes, well, we can order some food. I'm like, well, it's Taco Bell night. Well, I'll get you Taco Bell. Now I knew she was never going to get me Taco Bell, but I said, I'm just going to go with this anyway. And she just keeps saying, we can get pizza, pizza or pasta. Pizza, pasta. And I'm like, you keep saying pizza, pasta, but you haven't given me any other choices. So I knew she wanted the pizza, pasta. <laughs> it was fine. I really didn't care. I'm going to get off that Taco Bell anyway, even though I do miss the Mexican pizza. <laughs> but that's all right. And I wanted to see the kid. So I go there. I pick up Rachel. I see the house. I'm like, this is it. I'm on a dump. No, nah, it's, it, it's nice. It's just, uh, I don't know what I was expecting. It's like really high up. Like you got to walk like like high up to go. But but the view on the top floor, you can see the city and everything. Like from her uh, little balcony area, it's, it was nice, you know. Is it where I'd want to live? Eh, I don't think so. But that's all right. They're going to make it a home for their family. Kids adorable. So then we go to daycare. We go back into the traffic. But it's all right. Again, Waze tells me exactly how long it's going to be there. It makes you relaxed. makes you relaxed. There was no it it worked perfectly nothing there was no added time everything worked exactly as way said it But by the way this is so weird i'm on the it's bqe i say that a lot I mean, you don't know it's the brooklyn queens expressway it's the worst on the planet maybe you know besides being in la i guess because it's so but but in la at least the lanes are bigger this is like tiny and horrible and people just suck and they're scary and i'm sitting there uh, just on this elevated area where people can choose to go back into Manhattan or go into Brooklyn, this little off, which there's always traffic there 24 hours a day. And I'm just sitting there, and this guy starts backing up into me, and he hits my car. And I know he's going to hit my car, but I couldn't care less. You know, that's I don't give a shit about my car, and I knew he was just going to bump into me, and I saw it happening. I don't understand what was happening. So I thought he was going to wave it off like, sorry, and I didn't care. I didn't get out. He gets out of the car and he looks at his bumper. He goes, what the fuck was that about? I'm like, what are you talking about? You backed into me. And, and then he just got back in his car. I was like, w- w- what? Like, he clearly just fell asleep at the wheel or something. And then he blamed me. It was really weird. And he was like, he looked like Seth MacFarlane. So it wasn't scary or anything. It was weird. He was in a nice car. He's he checking his bumper out like I did something. And that's why I got to get my lighter fixed so I can get my camera back because I used to, you know, record all this stuff. But my uh, lighter can't handle two things where I put, that's where I put the maps and the everything because I wish I had had that on camera so you could have seen it. The guy clearly just fell, backed into me. I mean, it wasn't that big. I watched it happen and I'm like, he's going to hit me. And then he, And then he blamed me. I, I was like, what are you talking about? He got back in his car. Maybe he knew he fell asleep. I don't know. It was weird. Because then when I pulled up beside him, he certainly didn't look at me. So he must have known he was at fault. I just wish I had that camera. I usually had that camera going where I record all that stuff. Uh, So that was so weird. And I think I was listening. I was singing. I was listening to some Billy Joel, I think, or somebody, or Van Halen. And that ruined the ride for a little bit. But I got over it and moved on. I pick up the kid. We ordered some food. We got to stay in like a, you know, our bedroom. They don't have any kitchen or anything. You know, I can't stand sitting, not sitting down eating like a gentleman. I don't want to sit on the floor. But she got me a little table. And I ordered orange soda this time because I already had Coke. And I didn't want this much soda in any day. It's just really bad for you. But I'm like, well, I'll just have an orange soda. Plus, I was thirsty anyway. And she ordered pizza and like pasta, just like she said she was going to. And the kids hanging around and she's walking around. And uh, I have my phone on the table, and she wants the phone. And I couldn't care less if she grabs the phone. It doesn't bother me. And, of course, she spills the soda on my pants. Now, normally I I go ballistic if somebody spills something on my pants. And it's always these particular white pants that I get spilled on all the time. My summer, like, gray-whitish pants. I get stuff spilled on them all the time. And for some reason, when people spill on me, it sends me over the edge. I don't know why. It drives me insane. But I tried to keep it in check. I, I tried not to be that guy from Home Alone. Look what you did, you little jerk.
1: What is the matter with you? He started it. He ate my pizza on purpose. He knows I ate sausage and olives and. Look onions what you did, eggs. you little jerk.
0: And I think Rachel was pleased, but the kid knew I was upset with her. I mean, she spilled the can of soda on me. I was very upset about it, but I let it go, kind of. <laughs> I didn't go crazy, but I did let it go finally, but uh, you know, and then the kid and I had a fine time again, but I mean, it was just like, you got to be kidding me. You know, I just come over here. What do I need this? I don't need any of this. I don't need this kid to spill soda on me cuz grab my phone. Have her mother say, "Stop grabbing his phone and sit down and act like an adult." <laughs> The kid's so cute, you got to let it go, right? So I let it go. I was trying to be an adult. It was very difficult. I do not like to have drinks spilled on me. I've had wine spilled. This is why Olga was such an asshole. Her and her spilling is horrible. Ugh, she doesn't see it. I don't, uh, spilling on somebody is just the absolute worst. It's not just the stains, it's the wetness, it's the stupidity. Just pisses me off to no end. But it was fine. And then, uh, you know, I was, I was hung out. She doesn't like to be in a new house by herself, let alone she didn't like to be in the old house by herself when her husband's at the fire department. So, you know, try and keep her company. I hung out to like ten o'clock, and then she had her friend Kendall come over with her brother. They were bringing plants over, and she was showing the house again. And these guys knew about construction and stuff. And uh, they were, like, asking, so is this oak or pine? I'm like, ah, I'm out of here. I've already done this. And if she's going through two other floors, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I want to get my car home. You know, now I'm starting to panic because i got to get my car all the way from Brooklyn to Manhattan. I want to get into the garage before 11 because when they changed the staff there, they are incompetent. And the door might be closed. So I'm like, I'm leaving. I felt a little guilty. But then she called me while I was on the road because she still wanted to talk. She was afraid being in a new house. I can't blame her. But, you know, I'm not going to stay over. So I just said, well, you can call me l- later, too. And then she called me on my way home until she fell asleep. I think she took Xanax and finally fell asleep. I can understand that. I, get, I, would, I was nervous in this apartment the first time and nervous in my first apartment. Everybody gets nervous the first couple of days until you acclimate. Because it's not your home until you spend like a week there. And then it's like, okay, I guess this is my home. You know, I know how that is. I totally get it. I totally get it. It's wonderful, right? And I put my car away and I came home and the cleaning lady was here. It was beautiful. I took a shower because I'm like, I'm not getting into that bed all yucky. I felt very clean and relaxed. And I didn't set my alarm today. It was beautiful. And it was wonderful talking to you today as we wrap up this July 5th, 2022 podcast of Just Gow in the City, which is going to get crazy. So when we meet again next week... I will tell you my, uh, my plans, my schedule. I will assume I will know by then. Uh, I leave next. I leave this Sunday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday the 5th, I leave this Sunday for Dublin. Come back on Thursday, I guess. And then I'll record on uh, Friday. I'll have it out by next Tuesday. Be like the whole thing never happened. One would assume. Unless there's trouble over there. But then you'd hear about that in the news, right? I guess. So that's exciting. There's no way to lose. Hello! So don't forget to watch our show this week on the Comedy Seller Nightly Show at 6 p.m. Of course, make sure you listen to the Billy Joel podcast. I have no idea what's coming out. God, I am really bad at this because they're they're, they're not like great songs uh, until we get to like Summer, Highland and Fall. So I don't know. But you should listen because even the not great songs are fun. Stiletto's coming out. That's what it is. Stiletto will be coming out shortly. That's an interesting one. But we make even the bad ones sound good. I'm Billy Joe. A to Z. So therein lies the fun and uh, thank you for joining us this week and I will see you all uh, next week uh, regaling you about fountain soda stories and more ridiculousness that you can fill an hour and a half about fountain soda and I just got out of the city. I'll see you next time, everybody. Good night.